Hey, welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. Today we've got a next-gen episode. So I've brought in Pastor John Knapp, who is the next-gen pastor, along with Josh Rasmussen, who's on the students' team, and then as well as Catherine Krolish, who does a lot of different things within students, but is the Club 5-6 director. We're going to talk about a lot of things that have to do with the next-gen ministries, all the way through the preschool, jam-packed, which is first through fourth grade, and then Club 5-6, which is fifth and sixth graders, and then student ministries, which is seventh and eighth, all the way through high school. So we're going to bring them in in just a second. I also want to remind you that this Wednesday is motion night. That's for all students in junior high and high school. That's what we're here to talk about mainly today is motion night. And also we want to let you know that our services are still outside on the lawn, normal service time, Saturday at 530, Sunday at 815, 930, and 11:15. Hopefully it's not going to be as hot this next weekend because last weekend, this is brutal how hot it was out there. I know, I know. I'm complaining. I shouldn't complain. We're very blessed we get to meet outside. It's awesome. I can't wait for next weekend. So here, let's get to the Next Gen team. Welcome, everybody, to The Green Room. We've got a special episode for the Next Gen Ministries today. So I've got with me Pastor John Knapp, which your title is Next Gen Pastor. I right? am the Next Gen Pastor here. And yes. then we have Josh Rasmussen, who's on the student team and I does am. a lot of different things. You're here a lot. It seemed like, I, yeah. seems I, like I, I see you. I don't even know what He's I'm doing. He's in all the Club 56 videos, and too. You've also, and you've also been on the podcast a few times. I have. It's but been a while. Making her debut on the Spring oh Hills gosh. podcast, not by choice. Welcome. Is Catherine Krolish, who Krolish... Krolish, Krolish. What? How do you say your last name? <laughs> Krolish, like Krulish. kind of. Cruel, I said it right the first kind time. Kind of cruel. I did that oh, with your man. last I'm name too. I said it right. Kind of cruel. That's and yeah. It's that, that's fitting. That's very so fitting. fitting. The rap so, of Kath. Kath, mm-hmm. Kath is here to join us today for the first time. There was a misunderstanding. She thought she had to be here, and uh, ultimately we told her, "Nope, this wasn't required." But now thought it was it mandatory. Because your spirit here. of the Lord le- brought her here, everybody. Or so we just tricked her. As you're listening to this podcast by yourself, in your car, at home, whatever, give Catherine a round of applause. And so today we're going to talk about Next Gen Ministry. Specifically, we've got Motion Night coming up. That's why we're doing this episode. Um, This is being recorded on Thursday uh, prior to Motion Night, but this will air on Monday prior to Motion Night. So as we talk about like the weekend and stuff, you'll know like you can talk about it either in the future or past tense, whatever. Just... Do what feels right, you know? Sounds great. So first, I want to take a look at the at Next Gen Ministries as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of content available for all the different ages. Now, mm-hmm. Next Gen, when we say that, it's babies through high school, right? Yep, through senior year. Yeah, so we've got a lot of stuff online. And now that we've been in uh, the COVID quarantine for mm-hmm. how six months, Forever. I think. Then. Six months. Because we're, we're going on month four of being doing outdoor services. So this wow. is, wow. Like, yeah, That's six crazy. months of... Uh, of COVID stuff. So now there is a ton. What a joy it's been. You know what so I mean? A joy. Fun. A joy. Yeah. We really it. Pure joy, my brothers, it. when you encounter trials of any kind. <laughs> when you encounter trials yeah. like this. Uh, so we're now, yeah, we've got a lot of content stacked up now for all of these mm-hmm. age groups. So let's start, first of all, what do we have for the next gen uh, specifically online or on campus? Yeah, so we've got a bunch of great things available for the elementary, the preschool age, uh, even preteen. So we've got uh, stuff for your your kids who are in preschool. It's great. There's a puppet named Bowie, and Bowie's awesome and a lot of fun. And parents, it's great because it's it's Pastor Brett's wife, Eve. Which Be- makes it a million times yeah, better. It's so great. So it, <laughs> even for your viewing pleasure, you just want to go on there and check out Bowie on uh, the preschool. We'll need to put some Bowie outtakes yeah, at some point. The Bowie. I think, John, John, can you do a quick oh, Bowie man. impersonation? I'll do the it. one I'll you did earlier was Everybody great. Everybody ready? 
I'm gonna hey, have to put compression on this. Turn it up in your in your, in your, your headphones. Ready? Hi guys. <laughs> it's more like you, he, she says hi kids. She, oh. Hi kids. Hi kids. Oh. And it's like yeah. she shouts it. Wow, I just got outdone really by good. three people. Jeez, well, they tried Ooh. to get me to do the Bowie voice, and then I That's like true. No. Garrett auditioned, but he didn't make the cut. I didn't oh, like. Man. I didn't feel comfortable with it. It wasn't the right role for me. I wasn't in the <laughs> in the Bowie mindset. Ka- Eve had it pegged. Now, now Catherine is actually in the preschool video. So t- tell us, yeah, some, tell us about it. Me and Eve were in the preschool videos. <laughs> it's fun. I haven't worked with preschool in a little bit. Um, but they're fun. It's, but the kids love it. It's really funny on the weekends when the kids show up, I hear them whisper to their parents, mommy, that's the teacher on our video. Oh, you're a celebrity. This is super awkward. Have you had your autograph asked Um, for yet? No. Or the kids will come up and be like, you know, Bowie, you know, Bowie. Like it's the autograph thing is awkward. We get that every now and then with the band, you'll have a kid and ask for your autograph. You're lying. Wow. No, I mean, it's little kids. It's not adults. I had someone last week ask me to autograph their Bible after my sermon, but I said, no. Are you serious? (laughs) I'm joking, everybody. I'm joking. I'm joking. But the videos, how long are they, Kath? They're short, right? 10 minutes or less. I mean, it's short. And then there's dancing. Mm -hmm. Worship, memory verse, Bible story. Each month, you've got a new series, right? So this is starting a new series this first week of September. So what's your new series? Ice cream shop. And so Bowie is having an ice cream party. And so we're planning that for the first few weeks. And then we have a big party on week four. So that's awesome. the theme. But what's the uh, what's the Bible oh, lesson? We're learning that God has plans for us. So we talk about I the life it. of Joseph. Oh, cool. Great. Uh, so now let's go to Jam Pack. John B is not here to, to tell us what's going on in Jam Pack. No, I you can know tell you a little bit about it. Yeah. So John Barrett uh, works with kids first grade through fourth grade. That's kind of how we've had things organized right now. And so uh, he's great. He also has, um, you know, dancing and worship, a memory verse and uh, some scripture with a with a great underlying uh, story to it or not story, but principle would be a better word to say. And I believe it's block party is the uh, the focus because um, it's uh it's a it's a focus on like uh your friends and kind of the people in your life and so kind of the idea is you know block party you invite people to come be a part of the fun and so friendship is the theme right yeah friendship I is only the know theme. that from the graphics he gave yeah me. so it's it's this idea of you know who you're surrounding yourself with and so it's great John Barrett's a great teacher for the kids he loves the kids so much and so uh, yeah, we have uh, jam-packed online as well. So you actually have channels on YouTube. So if you're a parent and you've got kids in preschool, there's a, or not channels, it's a playlist. playlist. So you go to the playlist for preschool, and then you got a playlist for jam-packed, which is first through fourth. And then you have a playlist for Club 56, where you're going to find Josh Rasmussen on yeah, Club 56 are. online. Josh, Can I just us. say real quick before you do that, you and Brett, are amazing at transitions. Brett did this a few uh. minutes ago here, <laughs> and he did a transition. I'm like, dude, that's flawless. Oh, flawless. The way that just you, you right so off. go ahead, finish your, great. finish it off, John. Your your introduction. I was just here. gonna say, Josh Rasmussen, everybody, the uh, <laughs> one and only from Club Fifty Six Online. <laughs> Now, do people ask for your autograph? Uh, people do not ask for my autograph. Um, I'm not around as much. And I, if I'm being honest, I don't even think I've seen any of the videos that I've recorded in. Like, Kath recruits oh me. Oh, my God. Oh, um, wow. But I just kind of show up and do it. Try I don't, to, I don't even on. see what I'm doing. I, 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 I really love that, haven't. though. He's there to serve. And if you, I mean, if you, oh, yeah, serve. he doesn't care in what aspect. Yeah. I think the shirt that you're wearing describes you perfectly right now because all the shirt says, and this is not a joke, <laughs> there's one word on his shirt, and it's, all it says is train. Mm-hmm. And not train like choo-choo. Train like lift weights, go on a bike ride. So this is Josh Rasmussen. 
who is more in shape than anybody else on staff. <laughs> <laughs> I do give him a nice run for his money. But, John does. John does. You know, John's going to get abs at some point. He John, announced that last uh, week. Like when Jesus months comes ago. back and we get our new immortal bodies, you watch out, world. Oh, okay? gosh. Was that just in the last service <laughs> when you said that? Service, yeah. I was texting Kiki. I'm like, he's going full Brett oh, right now. Uh, this it was 11-15 service. So. <laughs> and it was all smoky. Yeah. And <laughs> he's going to uh, get abs. So oddly enough, though, I, I went into Whole Foods right before I came here, and the guy at the cash register saw the shirt. Uh, this is my work shirt, by the way, but I, I do like it. Um, he's a trainer at a gym. <laughs> and the not guy a, asked me, he, he's like, conductor. does that mean train like choo-choo? <laughs> Literally said the same exact thing you just said. And well, I was, it is I was a little so confusing. confused at first. I was like, what, I was like, what are you talking about? I can't about? remember I last like, time oh. I said the phrase. It would say choo-choo. trains just if now. it was that, right? Yeah, choo-choo. yeah. Plural. Chuka, 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 chuka. I got to say, <laughs> saying... <laughs> <laughs> Train noises on the podcast is a first. That's great. Uh, that's yeah. So what's right now with Club Five Six? What are you guys talking about? What's we're the- also talking about block party and friends. Um, Club Fifty Six focuses a lot more on the friends that they have now and what that looks like for their life. Um, so one of the weeks we talk about that our friends influence our decisions and mm-hmm. the things that we choose and who we follow. Um, yeah. And if our relationship with God in like imp- is impacted because of our friends. Yeah, just um, like the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. and how. Um, a lot of times you become like the people you surround yourself with. So it's important to have good friends here that are going to keep you accountable yeah. um, as you walk with God and you kind of be influenced either way. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Catherine actually is our, our Club 56 director. So yes. she oversees everything for Club 56 and helping kids transition from elementary to preteen and then into junior high and high school ministry. So the it's an important bridge that you yeah. that them. you control and manage. You know, it's really great. So you know, very important stuff. I we love be them. Teaching the kids. They're awesome. I think yeah. what, what I wanted to, what you just said, like the people you're hanging around with, it's so important at that age too, because that was what happened with me was I was around the wrong people for mm-hmm. a couple of years, not, not necessarily as young as club five, six is, but in junior high, I started high school. And I, I had enough, uh, of a support system at my church to help me make the decision to pull myself out of that and switch schools, get away from the, the group of people that literally were like, trying to get me to do things that I shouldn't be doing, especially as a 14 year old, you know? So it was like Mm. having the support system at church to encourage you with that really was huge for me because I went to a summer camp with all of my church friends and it was like, these are the people I need to be around. And they were all at a different school and I switched over to that school, ended up, uh, I think getting myself out of a bad situation knowing myself. Yeah, And I'd go on a limb to say that if they can learn that in fifth and sixth grade, then come junior high and high school, they'll get to avoid a lot of those Tough decisions. Mm, yeah. We, we do now. talk about that stuff in junior high and high school, but some stuff might, I mean, I, I hate to say it this way, but well, some stuff might be a little bit too, too late. Too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kath knew exactly where I was going with that because they're growing up, they're making Quicker. their decisions, and they are, yeah. So, because oh, yeah. they've got a cell phones when they're nine a fifth years old. Or sixth oh, grader so. nowadays would have been like a freshman in high school yeah. when I was yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. And I, I like to tell the students, like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. Which And, mm-hmm. and they know, classic, like, John. Classic youth pastor. Catholic, <laughs> classic, right? And, you know, that, that, that truly is, you know, what you find in Proverbs when it talks about, you know, the people that you surround yourself with yeah. and the wisdom that comes from, you know, your support or your, your people. Right. But, uh, you know, definitely, I mean, the students the students quote it to each other, you know, especially the students who are trying to look out for their buddies are, are, are saying. It's awesome you know, that you have students like, doing hey, that. You gotta you gotta pay attention to who yeah. you surround yourself with. So, it's a great it's a great theme for our, especially as they all head back into you know school, quote unquote. Well, yeah, John's <laughs> doing air quotes yeah. with yeah. school. Yeah, <laughs> school. Um, but even still, I mean, you're you're still surrounding yourself even if it's digitally with people, right? And you got to remember that. Yeah. And parents and have parents have so much 
less control over that now. Cause normally like, like I kind of control who my kids, you know, hang out with and your who kids are, time with. how you know? old's your oldest? So my oldest is eight and then I have a seven year old and then I have a four, almost five year old and a four year old. So, so you, yeah. yeah, all over the preschool jam packed ages. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. So, uh, so real quick, what's online and what's on campus? Cause I know there is something for the preschool kids on campus on the weekends. What, what about jam packed and club five, six? Is there anything going on? Kathy, you want to take this? So this weekend, or yeah, every weekend, we have preschool on the patio. Um, so the kids are socially distanced, hang out on the patio, watch Bowie and Eve um, and me, and then do crafts, games, whatever. Jam-packed is the same way in the warehouse. And then the second weekend in September, we're going to reopen Club 56. Wait. And we're going to make a fun transition and invite the fourth graders from Jam-packed into Club 56. So that'll actually be so by the time this airs, yes. it'll be the next weekend. Yeah. Yes. And it'll Great. be fourth through sixth grade. And that'll be in the uh, cold storage building. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. we're excited. In the normal Club 5-6 room. Yes. Mm -hmm. Great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And if you want any more information about all this stuff, you can go to our website. Check out, you know, springhill.org. Springhill.org slash kids. Slash kids. There'll be a whole bunch of information there. Maybe yeah. some show notes you can put down backslash there. kids backslash, <laughs> backslash. <laughs> that was sorry bad oh. bad time for an inside joke on a podcast um Mostly, come on. let's talk about small groups a little bit because we are doing small groups as kind of a church-wide thing right now because we've got small groups uh the catalog open mm -hmm. yeah. people signing up for it so student small groups john you want to start off telling us a little bit about student small groups yeah you know a couple years ago we made a big huge shift in the way that we uh minister to our teenagers i'm um, just kind of looking at what helps their faith stick the best and what we found is that you know having consistent people in their lives who are influencing them for Christ um, is what's going to do that. And we found that small groups was, was really the key to all of that kind of coming together. And so, and the shift was going from the once a week, big yeah, event, you know, to the, and not that the classic youth, youth group. And, yeah. and it's not that youth group is bad. It just wasn't working. And I really felt the Lord pushing on my heart to say, you know, we are to make disciples and, you know, we want these kids to learn the scriptures and to, you know, ask questions and to, you know, really do the, the work that's required of really, you know, understanding the scriptures um, because it's it's not easy to understand it. And so there's just so much more that can happen in the context of a small group than from up front on a stage talking to students and then breaking into small groups afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, Josh, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, I think just I, as I've been leading my small group, I think it allows for a lot more connection, like one-on-one -on -one with the leaders and the kids, like... Um, Jake Graf and I have a group of like six kids right now in high school. And it's just been super cool to get to know all these kids on a more personal level. Yeah. Um, and just seeing like how things have changed from when I was in high school. Like I came up through uh, the youth group here at Spring Hills. I think I started coming here when I was like, like end of my freshman year or something like that. And that's back when it was kind of more your traditional youth group. Like you would have um wednesday game. night once yeah a week. you show up on like a thursday night or whatever and it's like a like your Wacky normal hangout game. like game pastor gives a quick message and you split into small groups and then it's you're more then there you to like hang out with again. everybody like i think mm, a lot I of people would oh dodgeball is great yeah sorry no no you're good um i think a lot of people would show up more just to like hang out mm. um and and look forward to seeing their friends they and not sure that that's a bad thing yeah, I mean, I definitely did it, but Me it's too. like you're not as like focused on the message. The or, oh. oh my god! We know what John was I mean, like. That in was high that was junior high and high. Maybe not junior high. I was scared of girls in junior high, but like <laughs> high school, that was more along the lines of what I 
you know, yeah. where it came from. Yeah. But you're right. You're, true. you're hitting on something that really was an, another reason why we, we went to small groups was it was because the the con- you only have like this is this is important. Parents, you, you want to listen up to this. You only have so many hours with your kids before they graduate high school. You know, um, there's a couple books that I can recommend to you parents is, and that's to, um, you know, really help you understand the importance of the short amount of time that we do have. And so thinking about students and the short amount of time that we have here um, on a good year, we'll probably have anywhere between, I don't know, maybe 40 and 60 hours with a kid. 40 and 60 hours. A year. A, a year. year. That's, that's crazy. That's if they wow. show up every single week and they stay a little bit longer, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, you know, and so we have to think, to, how, what, how are we going to use those 40 or 60 hours? And games are fun. I love games. I love, I am a, I'm from, John's a kid at heart. I'm from fun country. I mean, I'm, I'm a youth pastor at heart and that I love hanging out with the students and playing games and being silly and all that stuff. I like to have fun and there's a place for fun. Absolutely. But I think that, you know, Parents are dropping off their kids at church, not just for fun. Right. Mm-hmm. And I take that seriously. And so the idea is let's have some fun, but let's make sure that we understand something about Jesus and the cross and grace and our relationship with him. So we made a huge shift and change, but we still gather in big ways on the second Wednesday. And we're going to be talking about that month in a called minute, Motion yeah. Night. But One quick side. Small group. We believed huge. like those 40 to 60 hours could have been used better. Yeah. So yes. we weren't using them. Thank you for finishing my like, thought as best as we could as a church and as leaders of students. And so small groups was what we believed would be a better use of those 40 to 60 hours. Yeah. And that was like a shift with the whole church too, because we moved oh, yeah. to a small group system. We moved to a small everything. group. And this actually has something to do with, you know, parents of, you know, elementary, preschool, you know, you, you, like the church only has, you know, at most maybe 40 hours a year to teach your kids at Sunday school, right? And you will have over 3,000 hours a year to influence your kid for Christ. And so the idea is that the church cannot be the sole like, place that your kids are getting their, their spiritual you know, food. Food, food, if you will. And so the, the whole idea is it's a shift towards um, two influences are greater. Two combined influences for one purpose is greater than one influence. And so the church working alongside, you know, the family. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's very important that we understand that. And so small groups are, are meant to be that. We want to resource our parents for every age and every stage and all the phases that kids are going through because we only have so much time. So let's not miss out on it. Let's take advantage of it and let's let's use that time really well. So, yes, we do have some small groups available for our, not some, we've got like six different small groups available for our students, uh, junior high and high school ones. Do they sign up for them in the... In the the great thing that I, I love so much about our student stuff is it's it's streamlined in the same way the adults are. Okay. So you will find all the, our student uh, groups on the same platform of our adults. We start and we end the same time as the adults okay. in terms and of And we're the, on the, the same catalog. But it, so you can filter out though all the students by just selecting the category student instead of yeah women. If or you men's okay. or if you go to springhills.org/students there is a link on there that you can click and then it will filter it for you and you can see just the student groups that are available. Okay, cool. And they're great. Right and on. They're, like Kath and I, we're leading one for high school students only. And um, we started this uh, this summer and it's really great. It's called Ask Us Anything. And we've had some they great conversations with high schoolers because we need to realize that unless these kids get the answers to the questions they have, they're going to walk away from faith. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to give them and a giving space a place to do it. To, yeah, to and ask a those biblical answer, yes. not just a, this is what the world's going to tell you, but this is what God's telling you. Oh, so yeah. we've talked mm-hmm. about 
we've talked about race. We've talked about sex. We've talked about drugs. We've talked about drinking. We've talked about God's will. We've talked about prayer. I mean, we've talked about a bunch of stuff that's on their heart mm-hmm. in the moment. They have these questions and they're going to ask us and get a biblical answer. Or they're going to Google it. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and Google, I don't know if Google's come to Christ yet. I we're still working so. on that. As far as no. I know, they have. We're yeah. still working we're, on We're Google. praying for Google. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. going off that too, I think that's the other cool part about like small groups too, is that as I have gotten more comfortable and with, with establishing relationships with these kids in my group, and I'm sure like all the other groups, I think kids get more comfortable with opening up about that stuff. So I think that's that's another added bonus of like the small group And format. small groups are safe. Yeah. They're a safe place for kids that's consistent and where a leader's praying for them, reaching out to them, recognizing when they're not there. You know, it's just an important, it's, it's been huge and I love it. I, I love it so much. Awesome. So yeah, if you've got kids um, that are at the age of the small group, which is uh, junior high and high school. Junior high and high school. We've got small groups for them. So you can go to springhills.org slash students. Is that yep. where yep. that's at? Great. Okay, and then now let's talk about the event of the week, which is motion night. Now, this is mm. the second time that you've been able to do this back on campus, right? So how'd the first one go? I loved it. It was awesome. It was, cool. it was it, a movie it was, night, right? It was great. It was a movie night. We kind of eased back into gathering on campus. We weren't sure kind of how it was going to go. So it was in August, and things were still kind of slowly opening up, face masks, distancing, all that kind of stuff. But we had Chick-fil-A. It was all free. Every motion night's always free, so parents don't ever send your kid with money. If they're asking for money, they don't need it, so I'm helping you out with that one. <laughs> Um, but they're lying to you, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just show up on campus, uh, six 30, no, six to eight. Sorry. Not six 30, six 30, six 30, eight 30, six 30, eight 30, Gosh, six oh, 30 to eight 30, every second Wednesday, every second Wednesday. It's like first Wednesday, but for kids, yeah. for students and more and fun it's the and more fun. Wednesday. And it's the second. No Wednesday. Hey, 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 first Wednesday is a lot of fun Food, for me. I do Games, love first giveaways. And the idea of this is so that kids can still have that large group feeling like yeah. youth group gave them the social thing. But the point of it is to invite their friends to come be a part of this big motion night. It's called motion night because we want their faith to be in motion. We don't want them just to stay still from where they are. We want them to grow. And we think those nights are platforms that they can then, you know, launch from that yeah. will allow them to get into a small group, to go through growth track, to come to a weekend service, to, you know, make Motion that decision. Motion nights are catch-all. They yeah. are. Yeah. What were it's some highlights safe that... safe place to invite your friend. What were some highlights that you guys saw as leaders with first with the first uh, Motion Night back on campus? The amount of kids. I was expecting which was less kids. 50-something? Yeah. Which oh, we, was had, we had like almost 60. 60 yeah. That's 60, awesome. 60 to 70. Which was awesome. Yeah. I was not expecting that many because of COVID and not knowing how people are responding with it all, but they... Yeah. It, it showed how badly these kids want social. Yeah. It showed the hunger. They're of so desperate social interaction. for social. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool. What about you, Josh? What were some highlights? I unfortunately was not here. Oh, you weren't for the first oh, one. Man, no. I should but have my I research. will be here next week for. It's okay. You can just flag it and you can cut it so out. So what's uh what's well, no, I, I got to show my flaws <laughs> too, right? What do we look forward to in this motion night? What's going on with this motion night? Yeah. So this motion night is going to be a fall kickoff. All right. So we we've got uh, the fall that we're looking forward to the fall small group semester that we're we're really encouraging students to get plugged in. I think right now we have close to sixty five students that are already in small groups, but we'd love to get that number obviously higher. Um, but we're going to be kicking it off uh, the fall. We're going to be having some free food, some drinks. Uh, we love to give away stuff. I love we to love There's a lot of swag stuff. at Motion Night. I love we it. We love like, to give away stuff, yeah. like gift cards and like food. AirPods. AirPods. Uh-huh. We did AirPods. You did AirPods? Shoes. We did That's AirPods. Awesome. Not just AirPods. AirPods. Pros. You gave yeah, away AirPod AirPods. Pros. We gave away the pros. Yeah. The yeah. new ones. Yeah, the new How, ones. What was the kids' reaction to that? Oh, they loved it. That it was been amazing. Audrey 
Moberly. Mm-hmm. She won the, the well AirPods. deserved. Oh, it was great. Basically, if you signed up for a small group um, in the summer, because it was, you know, kind of a, a transition time for us, we were doing things online called midweek where we were wanting them to join on YouTube, but it just wasn't working for our kids because they were tired of screens. Oh, sure. And so we made this big shift to say, forget it. We're going to go to small groups. And uh, we, we just, we went for it. And uh, to incentivize them, we said, hey, sign up for a small group. Everybody gets, um, you know, a chance to win some AirPods. And we gave away some, a pair of shoes too. So that was kind of awesome. cool. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I've seen you guys give away socks and, yeah. and uh, headbands. Sunglasses. And different things. Yeah. Like all, all, yeah, it's awesome. So the message, we every motion we do, we do hangout, fun time. We do food, uh, give the kids an opportunity to, you know, see their small group leader and encourage, be encouraged by them. And then we, we, we always have a program. So the games are there. And Kath and I, we like to host that and have some fun. And then, I give a message um, last month. It was asking the students where their hope is because in these disparate times we're in right now, it's just like, where do you find hope in it? And so we're looking at, you know, Hebrews uh, 12, which talks about, you know, fixing your eyes on Jesus and, um, and considering what he did for us and allowing that to help us endure the pain or the, the difficulty. This month, we're going to be talking about community and the importance of it and getting in groups. And so I'm going to be looking at... Seems to be a theme there throughout next gen. Yeah, no, yeah. So uh, Ecclesiastes 4, where it talks about two being better than one, is where we're going to go and talk about the importance. Like you, you can do so much more in life with people by your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And small groups are a great place to find those friends. Yeah. So... Now, there's a lot of... We, we mentioned this a lot at church, uh, especially on staff, just because we're all adults here. And none of us have, uh, well, John Barrett does, but we don't have teenage kids. But what do you see? Because yeah. we talk about the the way people are feeling often with COVID and stuff, but mostly in the sense of an adult, you know, with work and yeah. being a parent. But what are you seeing with these kids? Like, what are, I, I can't imagine my senior year just being canceled. Yeah. yeah. They're and miserable. Yeah. So, well, like, I, Catherine's really close to a student who just graduated. And basically, their whole, their whole, like, vision of what their senior year was going to be just was shattered so i mean it was so sad you don't get to do your prom you don't get to do your yeah you miss out on everything that you worked your whole high school career for graduation everything yep everything it's yeah that's i mean i can't imagine because i know like just being someone who who i did graduate high school surprisingly um (laughs) but knowing how fun my senior year was like i really feel for these kids missing out on that but now they don't realize the kids starting high school and the kids that are going into college it's a huge right they don't realize like 10 years down the line you won't care but in their moment and in their minds like they've missed out on one of the biggest things that will ever you look forward to to it your entire your entire school career you look Mm -hmm. forward to senior year especially if you have especially if you have older siblings that have gone through it Mm -hmm. you know um, I really pray and and just like hurt for the student who's just like I missed out on that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I didn't get to have that. Like mine was a drive by. It you, was a drive by yeah. that only a few people came to. You didn't get project grad. You didn't get graduation gifts. You barely you grad even got night. that. You got nothing. Did you get? Did it? Did no, they, they didn't get no anything. grad night. No grad night. No like senior Ugh. sunset or sunrise. Like yeah. nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, for like some of the athletes, like some of the kids who don't yeah, yes. you miss out yes. on your yes. sports, like some of the sports on your in high school. That's a really great point on yes. that. Like that's yeah, that we definitely so hard. we definitely have parents whose kids are just like basketball. Basketball made it out just in time. Give me yeah, give me something. We have one something. girl, one of our students who was being looked at by colleges and didn't get to for play her yeah, whole yeah, soccer season, and yeah. so she never got looked at by colleges. Yes, yeah, but I she can. was banking on that for to make some money scholarships. Yeah, yeah, to make college cheaper, definitely. 
Yeah, it's crazy to think about what these kids are going through. And now I'm not just talking about the kids that are seniors, the kids going into high school, but the kids that are young. And yeah. I'm seeing, we see it here on campus because we've got mm-hmm. you know people on staff that have kids that are in school. And now school is happening here on campus. Distance learning. With the computer. So, John, I had texted you a little yeah. while ago to ask you to do this because now most likely we're not going to have any seven or eight-year-olds listening to this podcast. It's mostly going to be parents of yeah. seven and eight-year-olds sure. or younger or older, but mostly parents. So I'd asked you if you had three things that you could say to encourage parents during the the COVID season of distance learning or not just necessarily uh, the the school part of it, but just being a parent during the last six months has been a totally different ballgame. It has. So Um, three things that you could say to encourage the parents. Yeah, I love that you gave me three things because as a, you know, I preacher i don't preach a lot but when i preach i love having three like, points you know, three points everybody but um and everybody feel free to jump in if something sparks your guys's um you know interest for all here. of our distance learning well, yeah, well, see, I'm no, a, I'm just a because parent, you guys are you're observing it you know you see it you get yeah. you're a parent but i'm a parent but my kids are still young enough to where yeah. this hasn't really the distance yeah. learning thing is not affecting us at all absolutely so i want to start off by just ad, uh, acknowledging the obvious which is that this is hard like it is an it is an incredibly difficult task that you've been given to be a parent to maintain your obligations to your full-time job uh to have to deal with the difficulties of things not being open during regular hours or you know not getting the services that you are used to all of that kind of stuff i have four kids under the age of 8 that are grades three all the way down through preschool, they're all doing some form of Zoom distance learning where there's interaction with the teacher. There is, you know, programs like, you know, um, you know, tablet and, uh, you know, Lexia and all these other like online interactions that teach them. And I just know in our staff, we, I, like you were saying, Garrett, it's hard. So I want to acknowledge that and, 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 <laughs> We really, make light of it really a lot, like firm. we laugh that you know when the kids walk out with the computer, yeah. we're like, "Uh oh, what happened now?" Uh, but really, like, it's not, no. it's not funny. It's really no. sad that this is the way things are. Right yeah. Now. So I want to affirm that it is hard. You're not just being dramatic, parent. Okay. Right. Uh, and so the first thing that I wanted to say to to parents is to give yourself and your kids grace. Okay. I think that's an important place for you to start. Um, there, there is no perfect picture outcome with distance learning and, and with sheltering in place and, and all that stuff. So many times I find myself envisioning certain outcomes, you know, um, wanting desired outcomes. And we do this with life all the time. And, and, and really it's a matter of expectations, like mm-hmm. what you're expecting. And when things don't meet your expectations, uh, you can get frustrated and you can get upset and stressed out. And, um, and so we've got to realize that we've never done this before. And, and not only that, your kids have never done school on a computer like this before. And so we're juggling as many things as we possibly can. Like, I don't know how we could add one more thing to our schedule right now, but you've never juggled as many things that you're currently juggling right now. And your kids are, are trying to figure out this whole world of distance learning, and they've never done school at home uh, with a computer. Now, maybe you're a uh, your parent who does homeschooling, and so it's maybe a little bit different, and so therefore nothing really really changed for, for you, and that's a blessing. That's a huge blessing. But for the parents who've had things radically change in the last six months, this is huge, and so grace is key, and we've got to give it to ourselves because we will screw up as parents, and we'll, you know, we'll mess up, and we also need to give it to those in our family. Um, so that's super important uh, to give yourself 
and give, you know, your kids grace. I think that's a good one, too, because it's not Mm -hmm. worth the relationship between you and your kid to, like, create this miserable experience for the two of you because your relationship with them is so much more important. Kath, that is a perfect segue to point number two. I'm not even a parent, but I'm surrounded You're basically a parent, though. You're basically a parent. Sometimes I think I am a parent. Guys, I kid you not, my second point was prioritize your relationship with your kids. No way. Kath, way to go. And so the point with that, and it's a great segue, Kath, like, you know, while the needs that our kids have for structure and for, and and, and it's important that that we place some level of importance on school, right? But here's the key, parents. Do not sacrifice the relationship you have with your kids on the altar of school and distance learning for grades. Okay. I think, uh, I, I like to think about it this day, this way that when your kids go back to school, praise God one day, you know, just like Jesus will come back one day, school will come back. School will come back one day. Everyone. It's going to be the best day. Ever. It will be. What right? chapter of revelation is that? Oh when gosh. Comes back? I don't remember <laughs> 22, I think. Um, but, uh, what the question is, what memories do you want them to take with them as they go back to school, as they go back to that time? Are they going to be like, you know, gosh, it was a house full of stress and yelling and high expectations that created a space where I couldn't wait to get back to school or, and of course there is really no perfect, you know, family, no perfect, you know, um, distance learning experience, but or do you want your kids to kind of miss, in a way, you know, the at-home distance learning because there was a strengthening or there was a deepening of the relationships that they had? And so I don't want to downplay how hard it is to be a full-time teacher, employee, parent, spouse, you fill in the blank. It's hard. But the sooner that we can accept that, that, that this is the reality, the better, and we can then focus on Things like the relationship, which you never want to focus on the task more than the person. I always say that people are more important than programs when it comes to church. Like it's more important that you care about the people, right? And so one practical way that I've and my wife have done this is we try to leverage the time that we have with our kids right now at home when they should be at school to leverage it for good memories. Mm -hmm. So for example, we're involving kids in making their lunch when, when when we're there. So when, when we're able to do that, we have the kids, and they love it, and it's fun. And so the kids get to make lunch for everybody. And it's something cool. to do. And it's something and it's to do. it's not just like, what are we going to do next? Because we do that with our I'm kids, bored. too. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's something to do, and um, it's something to break up the day, you know. And, um, you know, each one of them, they really do look forward to it. They get to, de- they get to decide what it is that they're going to serve for lunch. Oh, that's cool. And at the same time, um, it's a great way to get them serving their siblings and taking part of being a part of the team that, Great we, call, idea. that yeah. we call Super family. Cool. Good job, that. Nap family. Yeah, well, it's it's Lauren Nap. Good job, Lauren. It's Lauren. She's Who's so Who's also great. part of the Next Gen team. Uh, yeah, she she serves in the preschool area, yeah. So my encouragement to, you know, you parents is to find something that you can do that would um, that you wouldn't be able to do with your kids if they were in school and then leverage that to the point of really making your relationship you know, I've got a buddy strengthened. who does a podcast also, and he was talking about this and he, there's, they don't, it's not always talking about parenting, but it's, he had somebody on and he said, so how's it going with your kids? Cause he's got kids that are 15 and 13. And he said, are they just about to, are they about to kill you now? And oh, do they man. hate you? And he's just like, no, we just, we made, we kind of just made a decision that this is going to be, we're going to take advantage of this. So we, yeah. we've made plans of how to do things that the kids get to pick what we're doing. So if my yeah. kid wants to play video games, I'm going to go play video games with him mm. during the hour that he gets to pick what we're doing, you know, things like yeah. that. And he said, and honestly, the last two months or so, 
has been great because we're kind of in this rhythm of like the family we're getting along we've got our own spaces where it's like we can separate yeah um and they really prioritize the time that they have together to build a relationship rather than it being like they're just driving each other nuts which could be easy to do if you don't start where you you just started with point number one, which was yeah. give yourself and give yourself grace. grace. Now, my mom's a librarian, and she has been for many years, so she's got a big background in education. And she she was encouraging me and my wife, Lauren, to say that if that dang, I don't know if she used the word dang, but if that dang Ooh, Chromebook. Call, calling out mom. No, she, she said dang. I don't know if that, that darn, she's, she either says darn or dang, uh, but that dang Chromebook, if if it frustrates your child, if if, if tears are beginning to, you know, shut it, shut the Chromebook and open a real book and spend time with your kid. There you go. Like that is, that's going to do way more for your kid than powering through and, and making it more about the task. Like shut that book because it is, it is ruining the experience for your kid Yeah. and, and, and focus on something that can deepen your relationship. Yeah. So and it can, I think like it can break their whole view of school forever. Uh, in the future. So can, like yeah. if they're miserable, and they start to hate school now, they're going to hate school yeah, forever. Yeah. And it's yeah. not just going to be distance learning that they hate. This is going to be their memory of school. And for those of you that are listening that are teachers, I've got a couple of teachers that are on the worship team that are going to come in, and we're also going to do this same similar thing to encourage teachers I love that. going through this. Because I know teachers are frustrated. And it's not just the students and the parents, and they're doing they're everything working they so can. Hard. Don't blame your so teacher. Hard. Yeah, They are. And these, these girls that are on, a couple of the vocalists on – the worship team are both teachers of younger kids mm. and they definitely I can see it when they come in and talk about it they're both they're both extremely positive people but you can tell it's it's draining um, yeah. how much they're having to do to try to keep up with it and even in between services they're both on their phones emailing parents back oh my gosh and it's it's uh it's a constant thing for them right now and they're yeah. trying so hard they're working because they really care they they're mm-hmm. teachers because they care they're called they're, they're called, called to be te- that. they, they love that they love especially that. with these girls it's their ministry too so they hate not being in person yeah, yeah. Um, did we did you get to all three no let me give the last one okay the last one is this and everyone jump in on this because it's a general thing that you don't have to be a parent to recognize and that's this that remember god's in control and what you're doing is making a difference right um and so when life is getting out of control let's remember that god has the whole world in his hands if you need to sing that song to yourself all right Kath sings <laughs> we're it doing to it this weekend all the with time. the band <laughs> And I, I would say this, you know, in the book of Esther, it talks about the importance of recognizing your place in history, okay? So for such a time as this is the key verse out of the book of Esther. Remember, he has chosen you, parent, to be the parent to these kids right now. Like, for such a time as this, you are living in this because God has planned it, you know? It, it is here, and you are able to endure it through the power of Jesus. You can do all things through him who gives you strength, okay? Mm-hmm. And so what a great privilege we have to help shape and form our kids into who they're going to be as they grow up, as we get to teach them about this control that God yeah. has, you know? Yeah. And I think like going off what you said right there, like what a great privilege it is. I think um, one thing that ha- has helped me personally, and I don't know, like, I don't want to sound like I'm in fairy tale land, like being positive here, but trying to be real, like, I think being grateful, like gratitude is uh, like the root of all happiness and I think just being grateful for the opportunities that we have here um, and starting each day with that, you know, like I'm grateful that I have the privilege of being able to teach my kids in this time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm grateful that uh, Brett's actually still covering be... some of this this weekend. He asked the oh, question, really? what do you say to all the things God has given you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it, like, it, it's seriously 
goes such a long way. Like if you can start with that approach, because like I, I deal with it like at work, like it, it can be so frustrating at times, um, just, just this whole situation. And I think, yeah, I don't know, like a mindset of gratitude. And, and that's not to say like, it's not going to be frustrating. It's not going to be difficult, but, but it sets the tone. It definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something you can teach your kids in this moment right now where they don't want to be grateful for very much of anything, you know? And like my wife and I, we joke about like, since distance learning, we feel like we have, we've had the worst track record of being a parent. Like, yes, we have our bright moments, but it seems like we have more of the harder moments where our kids are breaking down or they're just not used to it and they're still learning and all that stuff. And in those moments, we get to, we get to interject Christ into the frustrations that they're having while they're experiencing school. I know for a fact that the teachers at his school, if he was going through a difficult time, they would not interject Christ. And not because maybe they don't know Christ, but because they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to. And so how awesome that we get to bring Christ into their education and we get to share with them our faith and your kids are at a Christian school. They're at a Christian school. Don't hesitate to teach your kids about, you know, God and his control and how much he loves you. And when you know you need to just pop on Bowie, you know, just pop (laughs) Bowie on. On YouTube, you know? put them on repeat. I don't know how you'll your fifteen-year-old will feel about that. You'll that. love That's it. True. That's yeah, true. you'll love hearing. Hi, kids. Oh my over gosh. and over and over and over. <laughs> but you know, oh, well, hey, this is this is great to have you guys on and talk about this a little bit. So again, uh, just to kind of recap things we've got going on, Motion Night is this. The reason we started this was because Motion Night is this Wednesday. That was Motion. The, wait, this stemmed from. So there's also all these other things going on. Again, go to springhills.org slash students or slash what are all the different slashes that you've got for the springhills.org slash kids springhills.org slash students great and then small groups is slash small groups also just go to springhills.org there's a lot of stuff on there instagram next gen springhills next gen springhills students yeah and we also have the the facebook page so Gosh, and we didn't even get to talk about Spring Hills in the Gap, which we'll have to talk about later. Parents, I literally have never heard about that. Oh my gosh, Spring Hills! Can we, can we go to springhills.org/kids and fill out our survey well, because Spring Hills wants to step in the gap between you and distance learning. Parents, if you're, we want to help. Losing your mind, like I have at times. I'm not even a parent. And yeah, I'm do it. Do it like a quick infomercial, learning. a radio it, infomercial. It, right now, we're Are just you trying, losing your mind. <laughs> right now, we're just literally trying to figure out how can we best resource and, and, and support the parents. So we don't have anything planned, but we just are, we have a, um, we have a survey and from the survey, we're going to develop a plan based on our people. So it would really be beneficial for us, for you to head over to springhills.org slash in the gap, because we desire as a church to stand in the gap between, you know, where you are in distance learning and where you'd like to be, um, with the frustration with it. Cause I get it. And so we'd love to know from you, how we can help and how we can support you. And then from that, we'll come a plan on how we will help. From that, we will. We'll come up with a plan and we we desire, we really do to support our families. Yeah. And we love you and we've been praying for you and we care about- you And know, we miss you guys. We, we really do. do. We do. So We miss, we miss we, I mean, we've got like a third of our church coming on the weekends right now. And I know a lot of people are still online, um, which that was going to be another question I kind of skipped over. But at Motion Night, there's people, parents that might be concerned about the, the COVID restrictions. Yeah. So how- uh, how are you guys following re- the different rules? I don't even know what the rules are right now. Yeah, but we're you know, outside, first of all, right? Yeah, we're outside. We're outside, and we are we're social distancing. We are we're doing our best to make sure that everyone feels comfortable and feels like they have you know a, a place to experience the motion night in the the best way possible. Great. So yeah, it's a, it's a great thing that we have for us. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming down, Kath. Good job. 
Thanks your so debut. Much. Great job. Thanks she did so great, much. everybody. Give and, us five uh, stars. Yeah, you could you could also uh, you could also email Kath at uh, Catherine at Spring Hills and tell her that she needs to be on the podcast more often. Just give her give her a little um, encouragement. I like that a lot. We want Kath to be on the podcast. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you.